so before we we start with our cold open or hot open, uh, it should be noted that it's storming here tonight. Um, so you may hear the sounds of that through uh, multiple of our uh, microphones. So just buckle up. Not me. I've got insulation. So you don't yeah, to... my building doesn't have that. It's incredible. Yeah, I have walls and a roof. So I have um, those, but I'm also sitting right next to the front window. So hey, Matt, I've got an idea. We should be like one of those shows that plays the music after the cold open wraps. Like you go, this is such good shit, and then it plays oh. the music. Maybe we try I mean, that right here. Do we want to start Just messing with the right. format at this point? A year in, you can do whatever you want. I don't. <laughs> I'm I'm here giving my very 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 detailed expertise. Um, yeah, Andrew's providing his very 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 limited expertise. <laughs> so, some say my expertise is. About on par with Dave Meltzer himself. You can take That's what you fact. will with that information. Yeah. That praise is quite high. So here's the question about the open. So do we do I do the intro and then play the music or do we do the music then the intro? Are we really going to feel like it's like on... a this is such good shit. Intro music plays and then you play us in with a welcome to such good shit. Okay. Like, I, I think the way these work is you cold open and then at some point we play the intro and then you do the welcome. OK, so the welcome is after, but we say something to kind of push to, it. To, well, yeah, like a, to, we to should play get us started in. here. Yes, to play us in. Okay. Well, I don't think we're at that point yet. Right. We're not ready for that yet. Right. To play us in. Oh, is that the cue to play us in? Yes. It's such good shit. What he the f- are we gonna? Is is this gonna <laughs> the be worst. in the recording? I have no idea what we're, we're doing, doing it live. Right damn it! Yeah, I know this is this is happening. We're live so, to tape. I'm gonna There's transition no us to talking about fucking wrestling now. Um, so Edge debuted on AEW television. Kind of cool, I guess. Uh, it came out that he's doing it because he wants to work with Christian. That's how he wants to end his career. Good for him. That's fine. Minor critique. I hate always just having to critique everything. The you That's think you, you know me soundbite. I know. I know they can't use the old one. It's that's the part of the recording that they do not have. They had to re- record their own. I do not understand the tone of like that they chose to use. Like I feel like you could have mimicked it in a way that wasn't as jarring <laughs> as it was. I don't know if you guys have watched it back, but it was like, yeah. it was, uh, I, I just didn't like the way it sounded, but it might just be like a very, the, the original is so ingrained in my mind that anything different wouldn't work, but it also makes me think about how they redid Christian's theme song when he returned to WWE. And the first time I heard it, I didn't go like, oh, that's fucking jarring and weird. There's just something about the way that they redid that soundbite. It doesn't sound right. So I know that they obviously changed it because they couldn't use the original fair. There's also with copying things in music like that. Uh, a perfect example is CM Punk's intro, right? They use the same song, 
but the static, the static sound effect is, man, you hear that? That is wild shit going on out there. Uh, the static sound effect is different because it couldn't sound too similar to the original lest WWE file a copyright claim on it being too similar. So there, it had to be different enough, which is unfortunate. Um, and the other thing is, and I'm sure you noticed, it's not you think you know me, it's you think you know him is how they're doing it now. I, I didn't even catch that detail. I think it's because I heard the voice and how electronic it was and immediately, like, it spiked my fucking blood pressure and I just stopped paying attention. <laughs> okay, so two points. So number one, I think the reason why your brain is rejecting this is because it says you think you know him and subliminally you heard it, but your your head didn't want to hear it. And so am that's I why the, it's rejecting it. Am I the only one who thinks they just didn't even need the you think you know him? That was my thing. Just start with the dun-dun-dun-dun and just yeah. go into it. Because I always associated, and I know he's used that forever, I've always associated that more with his previous songs than the Metal English right. one. You could have just cut into the music. But anyway, Beth Phoenix recorded the audio. That's her saying it. It's not yeah, electronic or anything. I had, a, had a feeling, but I didn't want to be the first one to go on record with that. But no, that's official. Like she's yeah. she's the one who did it. Um. I think it's just we're so used to the original that no matter how close they came or legally were able to come, it, it was going to be jarring. I th- but I like I think you're right. Is just start with the music. Just fuck it. We don't need it. It's not necessary. Yeah, it really didn't matter at all. But it did. Like it caught my. But attention. it does matter. It matters, Somebody's got to say it because I've everybody's talking about Edge's return on all these podcasts and I listen to lots of different wrestling podcasts and nobody has critiqued that. And I'm like, why am I the only one that's bothered? Like I need to know that other people were at least bothered. by. I know it doesn't matter, but can we at least all agree that it's weird? Can I tell you what I'm more bothered by with this debut? Is the fact that edge debuts into a situation where you've got Darby Allen's weird, skinny friend in the ring. And a luchasaurus in the ring. And this is who we're having Edge rub shoulders with. Now I get it. It's because that's what Christian happens to be doing. When they got Edge to come in. But there is just like a weird lasting thing. Of like Edge beating up some weird scene kid. And a luchasaurus for his debut. Kind of tells you everything you need to know about AEW doesn't it? I mean. Yeah. But also, the segment ended with him shaking hands with Sting, who apparently the two of them, despite being around WWE for that period of time in 2014-15, never interacted on television. So that was the first time those two ever met in the ring on TV. That's pretty fucking cool. Well, it makes sense. Yeah, it is cool. Sting made very few appearances, and Edge was already retired once Sting was there. Edge during his retirement would maybe only pop up three times a year in like talk segments. Just make would have made no sense. Both of them had issues with Seth Rollins during Seth Rollins' 2015 run. Oh, interesting. That's true. He they technically that was crossed paths, but they didn't cross paths because remember that was the whole thing where they held uh, Edge down and and Seth was going to stop Rollins him, was break gonna his kill neck. Him. <laughs> right. 
two weeks later, he starts the feud with Sting to go into Night of Champions. So, like, they could have crossed paths. Yeah, near, it, almost adjacent enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. And now. Again, Sting isn't the problem. And this speaks to, I think it actually speaks to the problem, which is you've got Sting, you've got Darby, you've got Christian, you've got all the ingredients for a great story. Why do we have the weird scene kid? Why are we cutting to his mom? Why do we have a uh, Luchasaurus? Like, why do any of these people exist in the wrestling universe? We're cutting to his mom because of Christian. No, I understand. Glorious gimmick. But it's just like, I feel like Christian versus Darby in a one-on-one would have made, you know, way more sense. Like, let's just put talented people in the ring together. I I will say I do appreciate that you included Darby Allen in the list. Uh, I I like that we're being being consistent on the fact that he is really a great talent. No, Darby is great. He's succeeding despite being put into some unfortunate circumstances like having to work with his i'm assuming that skinny kid is his friend of some kind in real life some weird skater uh, they do scene stuff together <laughs> jesus christ you know what i mean just kind of wear skinny jeans and do kick flips listen to panic at the disco yes, together yeah i'm assuming so uh, hold on so what so here's some context so um a lot of information's come out since the debut um, from Edge himself and from other people. The the whole thing from discussion to contract signing only started nine days prior to the debut. So he's literally being just randomly inserted into existing plans. I'm not saying that. That's, yeah, I mean, it shows. <laughs> I'm not. Def- yeah, I'm not defending it. But then again, if you're Tony Khan and you literally have Edge available a month after his last WWE match and he's available to work. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. You don't necessarily have that many matches with edge and he doesn't necessarily have that much time left in the ring. He's going to be 50 soon. So don't wait three months. Go ahead and get him on. I agree. I agree. It's just, you know, again, Christian should be in the probably title picture. He is what their second or third best performer on the roster. Again, it's the fact that he's wasting time doing weird Luchasaurus stuff. You shouldn't have even had to been worried about it because he should have been one of your top guys and Edge should have been able to debut with one of your top guys. But instead, he's kind of like a weird mid-card. Look, he's underutilized like he always is throughout his whole career. Yeah. I just, I wonder, I mean, here's the thing. Dynamite's going on as we're taping this, so we don't know exactly what all's happening. Go fuck yourself. I wonder if he blows through the Luchasaurus Christian Darby shit pretty quick and then starts moving on. Right. Cause there's a, he's going to be on TV virtually every week. Like he's an active roster member. Um, and I don't think, you know, Tony Khan is not the kind of guy to, Oh, let's not do rock versus Austin. Now we'll get to that down the road. He's going to just do it because that's, uh, you know, cocaine is a hell of a drug. We, we astoundingly never got Punk versus Brian. Um, that was right there for the. Uh, yeah. We never got Punk versus Omega. We got Brian versus Omega one time, and they've never come back to that. Um, there's a few things we haven't really gotten. Okay, but that's okay. But the difference with that is Punk went away because he got injured, then got suspended. When he was there, they were actively putting him in things 
you know, interesting things to do, like the MJF feud and whatever. This is comparison to WWE, where it's like, okay, Edge, you're here. You're going to do a couple matches with uh, fucking, I don't know, uh, Roman Reigns. And then you're going to go away for six months. Then you're going to come back and have a couple matches with The Miz. And then you're going to go away for six months. It's a different thing. Yeah, no, I get it. WWE has a problem with putting talent in a situation where they're just sort of meandering around doing bullshit when there's like dream matches on the table that they aren't doing because it's like, well, we could save that for later. It's like, but the fucking talent's not doing anything right now. There's a middle ground, though, because then at least you don't get the situation where you've got five, six matches on the card all doing car crash stipulations. And you know what I mean? Like there is a you shouldn't blow all your big matches in one night either. You should stagger it to some extent. But look, they're going to go right into. I, I would imagine we're going to see Edge and Moxley in short order. Um, Because he's one of the people that Edge named. Um, I'm curious if you guys think that Edge can get a good match out of Moxley or is Moxley beyond saving? He probably thinks he's a bigger star than Edge, doesn't he? Maybe. I, I think know. Edge could really help some of these idiots, right? Like, uh, yes, you would hope that you get him in there with like a Adam Page. Can he help him not be stupid anymore? I don't know. Look, I think that would be there's this. There's definitely a strategic value in having guys like Brian Danielson and Edge on your roster. You can make people better. You know, and one of the things and it's hard with Edge for me still to this day, right? <clears throat> on paper, Edge has all the accolades. He's a Hall of Famer, gajillion time champion, held every title in WWE, Royal Rumble winner multiple times, Money in the Bank multiple times. I mean, he literally did every fucking thing you can do. But in my head, Edge just debuted like six years ago. He's a new guy that came up. And it, it it's hard for me you know, at this point, we can almost assume his WWE career is completely done. Like he's already said, once he's done with AEW, like that's kind of going to be it. It's it it's it's hard for me to go. Okay, this is it. This is the entirety of his career. And 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 okay, now he's a veteran who can do all these things to help all these other people. Because to yeah. me, he's still like a young up and coming. I've kind of got a theory on this because I look at brian danielson and i think of him as more of a veteran than edge even though clearly edge right? wrestled more matches right and i don't get that i think it's because edge was never the work great guy that some of these other dudes are and he's never been the ring general either that some of these other guys are he's just been very good at everything so i think a lot of times you associate those player coaches with you know Guys like a Shawn Michaels or Brian Danielson, right? These sort of mm. five-star match machine guys versus someone like Edge. But I think Edge, Edge can help of... them a lot with the character work, which mm-hmm. is where they really need it, if people are willing to learn. Well, Edge also is kind of one of those under-the-radar great talents. Right. Nobody sits there and goes, oh, Edge Edge sucked. Right. Like you don't hear that from anyone. No one's sitting there saying Edge is underrated or overrated. It's just kind of like when you're naming, if you go in WWE and you want to name the top 10 people of all time, top 10 wrestlers, right? Edge isn't necessarily going to come up in your top 10. He we might. did that, by the way, guys. You can go, you can go back and listen to that. 
We did that. So and he where did, did not Ed... end up in our top 10. No, I think he was like 11 or 12 or something. He was 20. in that. He's a yeah, top, he top 20, 20 guy. Yeah. Right. Because then when you look at the names that were above him, it was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I get it. You get to Edge, and it's like there's nothing wrong with him. He's accomplished fucking everything. And Ed, Edge is one of my f- personal favorites. But it's just not. You know, he he's know. very much comparable to Sting. So it's funny enough that those two shook hands with each other. I think they've had very <laughs> similar career arcs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're very similar in ring talents. Hell, they even have similar stature. Like, they are very similar. Um, so I don't know. I, I agree. He's... Okay, let's have the conversation. Is this the biggest signing they've had? It's certainly yes. not the biggest debut they've had, right? I no. think we all so, agree on that. Other than, I think the biggest signing they had was Jericho because that kickstarted the company. But I think that's different. That's, that's a different beast because of when it happened. Um, you could because let's pretend you swoopy swapped. Let's pretend Edge went to AEW in 2019 and not Jericho. We'd be saying the Edge one was the biggest one then, and Jericho today wouldn't be as big of a well, deal. It depends how we define biggest, right? Because the hottest time in the company's history was obviously not when Jericho debuted. It remains to be seen whether or not Edge will move the needle past that point, but it right. was certainly Punk's first run, right? That Punk's was the, the hottest needle. time for that company now granted i know they just sold out wembley sort of right um but in terms of like consistent tv ratings and stuff that was the hottest stretch and it's tough because it was punk brining adam cole came in within a month so hard hard to to say to one guy it was kind of the package deal edge is yeah i always looked at brian and punk as one signing almost right and like if they if they the if they thing. got either of them, it would have been a paradigm shift. The fact that they got both of them was like, you know, right. It's it's tough, tough to say. I think Edge is their biggest signing other than the initial ones in the very beginning of the company. He could end up being the most important because this is the a critical time, I think, for that company. Yes. Right. Like, it's not just the on air stuff. Can he help? move some guys forward in their careers, right? Can he help put some people over the edge? Because that's really the thing about Jericho is who did he really make better at that company? And maybe behind the scenes he he did. I don't know. I think on TV, Jericho is the one who benefited the most. That's what I'm thinking. I feel like he's been booked stronger... He yeah, he's looks stronger there. He would rank higher in the PWI top 500 now than he would have five years ago, I think, just based on his wins. So that uh, that transitions us to our our main topic for uh, tonight. PWI 500 came out a couple weeks ago now, and uh, our first episode, we actually went through the PWI top 10 or 20, or I don't remember how many from last year, bitched about it. And uh, it's time to do that again. However, we're going to do a little different this time. Um, We're going to try to re-rank the top 20 or so as we go through it and kind of come up with what our list would have been, because quite frankly, this list sucks. Um, Now, 
the PWI 500 does have specific criteria that they use, and it's all supposedly kayfabe. So they use win-loss records, championships won, the quality of competition, which that's a big, mm, the major feuds, their prominence within the promotion they're in, and their overall wrestling ability. Okay. So they're giving themselves some hard, hard, fast things, right? Championships won, win-loss records, um, prominence within a promotion, right? Those are pretty hard facts. But, like, the other things are definitely subject to interpretation, and I think they use that for the finagling that they do just to do, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we put X person on the cover this year as the number one guy? even if it doesn't necessarily make sense in the rules of kayfabe. Well, and I'd imagine the cover, I'm sure we're going to get to this. They probably did this in a way to have the shield on the cover together, right? Like the image of like, oh, look, they all have championships. Spoilers, the top three is all the shield. And, um, what the fuck? I don't think that's appropriate. Yeah, I'm unsure that any of them would have made the top three. Well, he also just got dropped in his head, but, you know. (laughs) It's weird that Moxley's above the promotions champion who's also won every match that he's been in this year. So do we want to start at number one and work down to 20 or start at 20 and work to one? (laughs) I, I don't know. It feels like we should start at 20, even though the one two three is where we really need to get but okay let's start at number 20 so andrew do you want to or whoever which one of you guys pulled it i don't remember so number 20 is trey miguel so he's disqualified because i don't know who that is i've heard the name this is hey well hold on number 21 is kevin owens let's just go ahead and swap those two so let's just start with ko and uh go from there right Okay. okay oh trey miguel's in uh impact um, which most people from Impact are going to be disqualified because we don't watch it. Yeah, if you're in Impact, you're not making an impact in the business. You're not. You're not. You're probably not in the top twenty. Yeah, hate to say it, but you know, because there's a lot of great talent in Impact. But yeah, I mean, you're you're number three, but the distance from number two to number three in this in this country is <laughs> so it, different lists, but is impact number three or is new Japan number three? I said in this country. Oh, okay. Man, in the I world, mean, no, in the world, I'm pretty sure new it, Japan it almost is easily... means more to be the NWA champion at this point than the impact champion. I mean, let's put it this way, right? Like EC3 re- is a bigger star than anyone impact has. If I asked you to name the last, three or four NWA champions, you could probably tell me who they were. Maybe not in order, but you could tell me who they were. Yeah, because he's been you, in the mix for sure. Right. But if I asked you to name who's the Impact champ, do you have a fucking clue? Is it Bully Ray? Mm, he's back in mm, Impact doing, or is he behind the scenes in Impact? Uh, He's there, but I don't... <laughs> Look. Okay. The it curves the champ. <laughs> Hold on. I, now I need to know because I don't know. I don't want to see who's the the original. OK, I had no fucking clue it was this person. Holy shit. Give me a couple guesses because I guarantee there's no way you're going to guess. 
I honestly I don't even know where to begin. Alex Shelley. Good for him. Yeah, Underutilized good for him. impact guy for a long but time. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> had no fucking clue he was even in the title mix, let alone the champ. Yeah, um, I, I thought he was still tagging. I since didn't June. That. Since wow. June. You're telling me now for the first time I had no idea. So. Cool. Andrew, uh, big Alex Shelley guy. I don't even fucking know who that is. Motor City Machine Guns. Yeah, what the fuck, bro? Come on. What? Come on, brother. Uh, was that on WWE or AEW? That was television? classic TNA. It was on. Look, if you're if you're on TNA in 2008, that's big time, kind of. No, I was 10 in 2008. I wasn't watching TNA. So number 19 is Bobby Lashley. Um, I don't feel like he's above Kevin Owens. So we should actually also talk about this. The cutoff is going to be what like. Last it's SummerSlam June to this to SummerSlam? June. June to June. Okay. It's June to June. So it's certain uh, Kevin Owens did, is above Bobby Yeah, Lashley. I mean, like, has Lashley held... He had, he hasn't gotten back the world title. He had the U.S. belt for I a felt like he bit. was Kevin Owens main event at WrestleMania. Right? Yeah. To, and, and won the tag titles. Yeah. I'm not necessarily from, from, saying Lashley can't be 20 right now, but I don't even know. I feel like once we start getting into it, we're gonna notice that there's probably a lot of. I mean, are we trying to Lashley? Like, are we weighing if... the recent stuff more heavily than a year ago? I feel like that's part no. of this, right? No, I think it's, so. it's only it's a year. It's easy to go through a year. It's only an accomplishment thing. It's not like a go forward at all. Right. So okay. look, Kevin Owens. To me, if if Kevin Owens is our current number twenty, right, which I'm totally for, I think. Lashley becomes 20 and Owens moves up to 19. I agree. Right between those two, that's that's where we're at. There's many ways to skin a cat, uh, but not this one. Like there's just no argument to be made for Lashley. Yeah, I just don't get it. Cafe mm. beside, I mean, importance to the company, there's no it's Kevin Owens. Yeah. Sorry guys. Sorry KO haters. So uh, number eighteen is Alexander Hammerstone. Just take this. What one the out. fuck? Yeah. I'm okay, just gonna, I'm gonna Google who that yeah, is. Yeah, we're gonna need to. We gotta at least Google these guys before we kick them off the list. So hey, spoiler we, alert: we're not gonna have a top twenty. We're gonna have like a top twelve. So so when I take these people off is. the list, should I just renumber it or should we tr- grab somebody and like slot them? No, in? we're not. Oh, grabbing that's anyone. gonna be too hard. Yeah. Oh, if he's we get at to MLW. the MLW. If we get to the end of this and we only have top, uh, a number, you know, top seven, because that's all we found worthy, then fuck it. That's what we get. So Alexander Hamilton is absolutely fucking jacked. Yes. So, uh, sick. He that's poses. Cool, but- he must pose. I'm seeing some Hogan-esque uh, posing going on here. So here's the deal. Uh, we've never seen a fucking match of his in our lives so it's not fair to rank him or unrank him because we don't know jack shit about him Um, uh no i mean i took him out of the list yeah he's off the list he's just off the list (laughs) sorry uh seven 17 is um will osprey okay i think i'm okay with him staying there i'm okay with him staying there for now 
Like he belongs it's on the list somewhere. Once we kind of talk because about Kevin it, Kevin Owens main evented WrestleMania in. with Stone or with a. Well, he did the Stone Cold one. He wrestled. He main evented WrestleMania night one. Will Ospreay That's went true. on mid card in the London show where they had ten thousand Phantom tickets. So it's not exactly apples to apples. But also the the Wembley thing would be past the cutoff, so that wouldn't even count. I feel like Kevin Owens should be above Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay's a uh, great talent. He's a bit of a jackass. He I should think stop accomplishment on his head. Kayfabe accomplishment wise, so I think. Them. I think yeah, just, just swippy swap them. And the, right. I think a good exercise to do with some of these, especially with these WWE guys that are a little bit lower down the card, is if Kevin Owens walks into New Japan tomorrow, he's main eventing. Right? I mean, like, this is the reality of the situation. So, I, I think we've got to hold these WWE guys to a little bit of a higher prestige, right? Isn't that the level of competition argument? That's one of these factors. Matt's nodding for those at home. Okay. Sorry, so, I'm busy eating some combos. Next Pizza on the list or, uh, is uh, Brian Danielson. cheese. Um, I think this might be too low, but I also think it's because wasn't he out? Yeah, he's, part he's of had year? some injuries. He hasn't really done any single stuff either. And I feel like being part of a faction makes you a fraction of who you are. Yeah, it does feel like he's on this list because everybody loves Brian Danielson and he's still one of the best wrestlers in the world, but he actually hasn't done anything so this he did here he had the yeah. strap match with mjf did they have a strap match or they had some match. oh they had the iron man match of the year yeah quite frankly it probably is the match of that's the year. okay yeah that might be just but he hasn't won enough he hasn't he won he any hasn't championships won enough, yeah and what other feuds has he really had it's mostly yeah been, but we're only oh, talking Blackpool. about him above kevin owens I kevin owens won the owens tag is... title at in the main event of WrestleMania. So he, I hate to say this. You may even put Brian below Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay's yeah. won a ton. Because I just feel like Brian, as great as he is in the ring, he hasn't done as much of consequence the last year. Um, now, Look, yeah, if I was booking the show, Brian would end up being number one on here. So don't get mad at us. We're just spitting facts. We're just telling you how it is. Now, keep in mind, some of the qualifiers here is overall wrestling ability, right? I don't think there's any argument that Brian Danielson's a better wrestler than Kevin Owens, right? But I I don't know that that's enough to put him above. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm fine. I I flipped them. How are we doing this, guys? That's what we need to decide on. If we're going off ability, your your gut said flip it, so I flipped it, and then we can once we're done with this and we got all the fucking outliers just completely cut from the list, we may consider reshuffling. That's true. We could we could your your guts your guts were telling you that he needs to go down below Will Osprey, so that's what we did. Okay, um, I'm good. we're gonna have to go over thing. it. We're gonna have to go over it again, anyways, because Bobby sure. Lashley's still on our fucking list, and I don't even know if he should be making this. Um, mm-hmm. The next person is getting cut. I'm gonna tell you now. Uh, their name is Masha Slamovich. 
I don't care who you, that person Wait, is. How They're is getting she in cut. The Wait. What? Is that a woman? Yes. It, yeah, Russian professional wrestler. How is she? Does she wrestle men? Oh, she's in the impact zone. Yeah, yeah no, I know who she is. I mean, no, she's not in the top fucking 20. I'm sorry. Me, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, let me check another site that has the PWI list and just just cross-reference and make sure no, that she's I'm on not here, looking at over 15. Okay. Cool. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a take her out because again, nothing against her work. We don't know anything about it, so we can't really speak on it. But also, how is a woman on the the regular 500? I guess if she's wrestling men. But okay, so I'm looking at her her stats here. That's not like her main thing. She's definitely wrestling women. What the fuck? Yeah, so if you guys haven't gathered this, we're not big pro wrestling insider guys. Um, no, we just like WWE and AEW sometimes. Yeah. But, so, <laughs> but I don't, I don't understand how the fuck she's on this list. Yeah. Now I have questions. Well, she's not fucking on the list anymore. Uh, yep. Next is Samoa Joe. Um, that feels I, high. I don't know how he's above Kevin Owens. Yeah, he's certainly. Yeah, how the fuck is Kevin Owens so fucking low? Well, it's going to blow your mind in a little bit when you find out (laughs) Sami Zayn isn't even coming up. No, we know. He kept Sami Zayn. We're going to have to slot him in later because he's not even fucking on the 20 that we're looking at. There's some kayfabe reasons for that. The Kevin Owens one is to me more egregious because Kevin Owens wins a ton, too. Right. Technically, he did lose a lot, though. He lost war games. He lost to Roman. Um, he just won the tag titles and then continued to win all the tag title matches. But all the okay. major ones, he was he was putting other people over. But Owens is always involved in very prominent things. Well, that's the reason why this list is stupid. <laughs> like you just you you pointed out the reason, Matt, is that you know we're talking about you know, sports entertainment right here. So entertainment should be the number one. So I'm going to, I'm just shifting Samoa Joe down below Kevin Owens for now. Uh, There's sort of a jumble here of Samoa Joe, Will Ospreay, Brian Danielson that we may need to, we're going to have to sort through. Yeah, we can get to that later. I think also if we want to slot guys in that didn't even make it on the 20 that we're looking at, let's do that. Let's do do that at the end. Yeah, because yeah, I would like point. to see the list without any of the good people on it first. Mm-hmm. So next on the list is Carmelo Hayes. Um, Makes total sense, I think. Yeah, yeah. He's I, I think that brand. I think despite Kevin Owens um, having the, the WrestleMania situation that he had, it it's not great enough to put him above Carmelo Hayes and all the work that he's done in NXT. I mean, the, the show really revolves around him, and he's a huge star. At this point, he feels like he could be a bigger star than Braun Breaker, in my opinion. Not if I'm I think his show. I, I think his his size comparatively to Braun Breaker will be the thing that hurts him, because we, we are still talking about the land of the Giants, but uh, Carmelo Hayes, big fan. Uh, next is Claudio Castagnoli. 
What the fuck? I <laughs> he don't above know. Carmelo Hayes. What the fuck? I'm not necessarily saying he can't be on the list. I feel like I would shove him all the way down below Brian Danielson. So he yeah. has done a good job of not losing. However, to me, the combat club guys, they just haven't worked enough singles matches to really be on this list in any form. Am now, I wrong? Claudio, Claudio was the ROH champ for a little bit. Was that and in then, June to June? I think so. It's That's the problem. There's been too much fucking wrestling. But it was also a short reign. There was like, what, a month maybe? So even if it was, did it even matter that much? Yeah, I feel like I'd put him under KO and, and Samoa Joe. Because didn't Joe dethrone Claudio? <laughs> maybe. Put him under. Put him under Samoa Joe. Yeah, it's, like he goes in the spot. jungle. I can see so him having he, a spot. If we put, put him under Samoa Joe, that also puts him above Osprey. I don't even know if he gets above Osprey. Ooh, no, he's not above Osprey. So, so we just put him above Danielson, but he's below everybody else. Okay, that's that's fine. Again, we're gonna go back to that s- section, this jumble you at keep the end saying here. This, but we may not. We may not. Our our gut may may stay the same. Um, so the next person is Sonata. Don't really know who that is personally, so I've just got to cut them. Like a Hyundai? Not spelt like that at all, no. No, I he's he's in New Japan. Um, yeah, they we just... We're not qualified enough to... Yeah, they don't matter over there. Um, oh, he is the IWGP heavyweight champion right now. How long has he been champ? Let's see, because I mean, if you are going to be the new Japan champ, that does get you. We just in solidarity, we just keep him where he is. I'm fine. Like, oh, you him are the new is. Japan champ. Okay, I'll leave him on the list. No, I think that's a good policy. If you're a brand champion for a significant right, you amount of time, probably deserve a spot that yeah. you you have. Mm. All right. So next is Cody Rhodes. I that seems low. Yeah, this one you could probably put Cody in the top three. We'll see when we get there. But now I'm fine keeping, keeping him here actually because he missed so much time. He missed. So he really only has the Rumble win, and then Rumble he, till he does the yeah, big WrestleMania the match, Royal and then he does Rumble. the trilogy. But he does the trilogy with Brock, which and beat Brock Lesnar two times in a calendar yeah, year. Sure, the, the, the trilogy with Brock though. Even though they were big marquee matches, they weren't really that good. They were notoriously I bland. In my felt opinion. like they were pretty good. Look, I thought they it, were. Look, if good. we're talking about accomplishments, which is sort of what this is talking about, nobody has accomplished more without winning a title this year than <laughs> Cody Rhodes. Also, he won the Royal Rumble. He mm-hmm. beat Brock Lesnar. I mean, he got the better of Roman Reigns, basically, in the yeah. WrestleMania match. Also, talk about prominence. He's he carrying went, the brand, too. He went from 0 to 60 and became the top babyface in the company. So, like... I get yeah, there's some true. projecting going on here, because we know he's going to be the top guy. But he's a top but guy he already in the business. Is. He just is, yeah. So, so I, uh, I think I s- we, we keep him here, because as we go up the list, we're going to put people behind him. Uh, okay, that's you know true. I, mean? I guess we can't just like, There's no reason up. to... If we jump up to the front of the list, then we're going to spoil the people coming up. It's, sure. Yeah, sure. What, Let's move on to Josh Alexander. Wait, what <laughs> number, what, what number are we at? I'm just. 
So we are at nine. Josh Alexander is nine. Okay, so Cody was ten. Mm-hmm. And we okay. only our list has cut two people. We only have eighteen now. Okay. So, so Josh Alexander, I think, stays because he was pretty influential in Impact. I know that. Um, he stays on the list, but clearly Cody's gonna jump. Yeah, I mean, Cody, but he Cody he goes to the ahead. bottom of the list. Impact is is the, the bottom of the wrestling world. I could world. see oh. him being above like the Claudios of the world. I'm not going to put him above Brian Danielson. I'm just not willing to do it. Okay, well maybe some some swoopy swapping needs to happen back there. He needs to get back behind Osprey. Even Claudio, man, like Claudio was ROH champion. Yeah, but for a very but, short period of time. You have to give it to Josh Alexander. He did hold up it's a smaller company. He did hold but he's up been a carrying show. it. Yeah. Yes. He carried a whole television. Well, until show. they felt like they need to go to Alex Shelley, apparently. <laughs> Look, even I don't, I don't watch impact, but even I know that he's had an impact over there. Sure. I, I mean, you could put him anywhere below Samoa Joe, and I guess I'm fine with it. I will put him directly below Samoa Joe. So he's between Joe and Claudio, right? Okay. Uh, Joe and Osprey. We have Osprey above Claudio. Hey, you know what's okay. funny is uh, Will Osprey will be fighting Josh Alexander at Bound for Glory. Announced seven hours. Perfect. Ago. So yeah. whoever wins, that'll that's how we'll decide. Well, yeah, exactly. we'll definitely come back and revise our list that goes nowhere. Um, <laughs> so next on the list is Orange Cassidy. I actually the wanted fuck? to. I want to defend how high Orange Cassidy is here, but obviously he's not above Cody Rhodes. No. Um, Cassidy, he's not above Carmelo Hayes either, my dude. Hate no. To say it for no, I, I think no, I think I disagree. So look, Orange, okay, he's Orange been Cassidy has is like the most entertaining fucking person on. That's AEW not what this list is about. MJF. That's got and nothing he, to do with this. His his work with the um championship that he has or had that he lost to fucking Moxley really elevated him. It, ele- it, cr- it took a title that basically was nothing. It meant nothing and like made it. Right. But if relevant. we're talking about people elevating things, then Brian Danielson goes into the top five, but that's not what this list is about. It's about who accomplished what this year. Well, I mean, he accomplished like 50 consecutive title defenses, right? But he's defending the third title in the company, the fourth title when punk was there. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to shit on Orange Cassidy. I know he's had a successful year, but they haven't put him up against MJF or up against Brian Daniel. Like, you know what I mean? They did protect him quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It'd be so one thing if he had the number two title. So we're going to slot him all the way down below Carmelo Hayes. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, the next person on the list is Okada. Um, How? I don't know and the justification for I... him being this high. <laughs> yeah, and I love. Okada. I know he's Again, it's not a great, lifetime achievement. It's award. just because it's because. Well, I was gonna say it's because Meltzer fucking loves Okada, but Meltzer has nothing to do with the PWI five hundred. Like, it's like just because <laughs> we all love Becky Lynch doesn't mean that she's the best women's wrestler of the year because Rhea Ripley is the star of the year. So like. It does feel like he's on this list just because there's a lasting like 
love of Okada. It's like, yeah, but that well, doesn't so, mean he did anything. Yeah, he, he lost his his uh, uh, IWGP title match to Jay. When did he fight Jay White? Is that 2022? I might be looking at the wrong thing here, but he did lose to Brian Danielson at Forbidden Door. Therefore, he has to go below Brian Danielson. Kayfabe only, right? Like, can we use that as a justification? Yeah, it's fine with me. Yeah. Um, next on the list is MJF. I think he stays where he is now because he's going to get moved yes. up the list. I believe yes. he's above Cody for sure. So that at least I I, th- I so think it's so. Tough. I think we I'll need to have that conversation. A, that's going to be a conversation. Actually. Yeah. Do we want to do that now or wait? Well, where's Cody right now? Is he right below MJF? On our list? Yeah. Cody Cody's okay. right behind him. Because everybody have, since we, we to... got past Cody, every other person's gotten removed or slotted okay. way down. Are we ready to have this conversation now or do we need to go forward a few more slots and see what happens? Let's take this one at it. Let's do it now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I'm on the MJF train. I think MJF I'm on the Cody train. <laughs> so I recognize that in a way Cody's bigger. He's bigger company, bigger star. He main evented WrestleMania. However, he missed half the year. MJF but, has been just as impactful for the company he's worked for. And he's been the champ the entire time. And that's why he fails because you just said it for that whole, he was around for the whole year, but Cody was more impactful in the, the few months he had well, yeah, but MJF's that's because he's year. he's propped up by the biggest company in the world. It doesn't okay, mean that he's that, been doing it. It doesn't mean that his work was better than any of the work MJF did. I think at the end of the day, MJF in the wrestling world is moreover, he had better work, more longevity, and... I Again, guess, but those first two things don't really matter to this list. It, it, it's, um, it's frustrating because literally any WWE star is a bigger star than MJF because MJF is working for the B company. That's not necessarily true, but here's so the thing. Just MJF, because Cody is a bigger star, I don't think that he had a better year than MJF. It's I'm I'm hesitant to say that anybody had a better year than MJF. We may need to look at the win-loss record. Here's why. Even though MJF was around the whole year, MJF doesn't work that often their win loss records might be a little um, closer than you think so let me get in here let me weigh in on this while i disagree with andrew's reasoning i agree with andrew in the sense that mjf is above cody matt and here's why he's got a few signature wins that i think stack up nicely against any of cody's wins this year so he beat brian danielson in the iron man match clean cleanish in an Iron Man match. That means a lot, right? In terms of accomplishing something. He main evented uh, the biggest paid attendance in wrestling history. Air quotes, because we don't really know how that worked. But he, he did main event the, uh, the the biggest paid attendance in wrestling history. Um, not only did he main event, I would say he, he really did carry the the card in a sense, right? Because I don't think very many people were clamoring to see Adam Cole in the main event at, uh, all in 
right? It was definitely driven by MJF being there. Um, who else did he beat? Andrew, help me out here. This is your argument. So you got Moxley, Ricky Starks. Um, no. We have uh, Tanahashi, Sammy Guevara, Ethan Page, Adam Cole. It, it's it's uh, really the it, Joe here. It, that doesn't make it, it's really list. the Adam Cole. Well, so oh, we're we're not including uh, all in, huh? So here's what is all in fall, in scope for this. What's in scope that is was him September, him returning him returning uh, in the Joker uh, as the Joker in the ladder match and winning uh, winning it. Yeah, look, he is, beat Moxley. Is basically where Danielson, his thing starts. So. And so we have basically from MJF's return to like two months ago, everything that's happened. And it feels like the most significant period so far of his career, maybe outside of the CM Punk feud. Yeah, I just don't see how you could have him any lower than than uh, three. Right. He's got the belt in the second biggest company and he's had it the entire time and he's beaten all the biggest stars in that company, too. Oh, I agree. I think he's he's easily number two or three on the total list. I just don't see how Cody can best him here. So I will point out the match counts because because win loss records matter. MJF only had about 20 matches during this time period. Cody's had like easily two to three times that. And he was gone most of that well, time. Well, do house shows count? Because I house know shows, you're counting do, house show matches. House shows count, but this is also counting just regular TV. So you're saying just regular TV matches he's had three times no, as no, many? No, 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 no. With, with house shows, it's like three times as many. With just regular TV, it's probably double. Really? I find that mm-hmm. kind of hard to believe. So he's Cody got was double only the there for like four months. Of yeah, the I find that hard to believe. And I recognize that that MJF was technically out the first couple of months of the. So of the MJF thing, but like has a total for much longer for the and I'd have to break this down with the exact dates for the year of 2022, because some of that's part of this. He had uh, nine total matches total right well he was gone a lot for the year of 2023 he only had 18 cody for the year of 2023 has had 77 okay here's another part of this too how much are we giving guys credit because they just had like more matches numerically i i mean Right, because uh, to me this is a weird thing. They're kayfabing, but in real sports, if you had a boxer go eight and zero, you would give that guy more credit than the guy who went fifteen and twenty. You know, or if a guy went fifty and fifty, it'd be like this dude's undefeated. That that has more credibility. So I, I feel like they're trying to like do too many things on this list in terms of the criteria, trying to thread the needle too uh, finely. All right, look, I'll I'll concede MJF can be above Cody. I think they're they're going to be back to back anyway. We're pretty close to it. So um, this next one, not even I'm going to post it in the chat. I we're not going to keep him in the list. I'm not going to attempt to do that one. If He's one the you guys AAA, want to attempt, uh, champion, I think. 
do you guys want to shove him down the list and keep I, him I'm, on the top? Well, I am or? curious what the logic was to having him above the AEW heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> right? That's a little... And Cody fucking Rhodes. Like, I'm not a big Cody Rhodes guy, but it's he's still literally the the big face sure, but of it, the WWE right now. It, it, kayfabe only if you want to say, well, this, you know... Cody Rhodes isn't the champion of anything. MJF is the champion in the second biggest wrestling organization on the planet. I mean, presumably he's this high because whatever's going on in AAA must be some really great wrestling. But, you know, just ain't on the marquee television that I'm watching, so. I, yeah, I. Yeah, it's like, let me know when you're ready for primetime, buddy. Mm-hmm. so next up is gunter i think this is inappropriate. I, well yeah. no he's not above mjf i don't think I above think mjf but man his work is so good maybe he's above cody he's mm. definitely above cody because he's the longest reigning intercontinental champion in the history of the business. yeah and that reign entirely took place during and this i would time say frame. the intercontinental championship even at this point is it the second most prestigious belt in wrestling? No, I think, think he's so. justifiably above. So what's the second? The IWGP. Think that would be the second, and then I think AW's belt somewhere. It's just that? tough for me because I know the Intercontinental Championship hasn't been treated well in recent years, but. You know, if you look at that belt through the 80s and 90s, and then even in the last four to five years, the way it's been treated, it it has been their second biggest belt, basically since Roman Reigns unified the titles. I guess it's tough because they undercut it a little bit by introducing the World Heavyweight Championship, but Mm -hmm. I think there is an argument to be made Gunter versus MJF. I really do. I think think I vote Gunter here. Gunter above MJF? Yeah. I I mean, he's, he's also won got every single match. And he's probably got so many. And there's something to be said also about the fact that Gunter matches are too. always quality. The level of combat. Yes. Well, is there something to be said about that on this list? Yeah. Does match quality play into this? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I mean, Gunther's a better worker than MJF, hands down. I don't think anyone would argue that. I I would keep Gunther above MJF. Keep him where he is. All right. Uh, Next is John Moxley. Yeah, so we'll go ahead and throw him down the list quite a bit. (laughs) I don't even know. I guess, yeah, he's going to get... I mean, he's probably a... So he squashed CM Punk for the belt. He squashed CM Punk for the AEW title. He had that short run with it and then lost to MJF. That's about the extent of his claim to fame this year, right? I think that might actually carry him above. He's probably above Joe. He carried the company for like a month or two when there's a lot of uncertainty when Punk left. There is, I feel like, a gap here between where we have Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. And I do think Moxley does fit in there in between them. Yeah, I'm certainly not putting him above Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens, again, main event at WrestleMania, but. I'm behind yeah. Kevin Owens. Gotcha. All right. Next is Roman Hold Reigns. On. Before we move on, can we just talk about how ridiculous that was to have Moxley above <laughs> the <laughs> AEW champion for most of the year? The man who beat him for the belt. <laughs> what are we talking about? And above only. Like, 
But there's a direct <laughs> comparison of you lost sure. the belt to this guy who then held it for the entire year. No, but you're better. I don't understand. Like, wh- did I miss something? You missed what's about to happen. That's what you missed. I, I it's the shield thing. Fine, it's let's go. Thing. Let's let's talk about the shield. God damn uh, it. All right, uh, Roman Reigns. Obviously, so, he should be high on the list, but like, he mm-hmm. just really isn't around much. But also, the work that he did with somebody who should be as high as he is on the list and isn't even fucking in the conversation yet was some of the best storytelling and professional wrestling that happened. It was the biggest thing going on when it was happening. Yeah. I mean, ultimately nobody sold more tickets than Roman Reigns last year. Nobody has a clean of kayfabe only. Nobody's been as unbeatable as Roman Reigns was last year. He consistently is have every time he's he the does have dog a, a main business. event I don't match, understand how he he's consistently not has the most captivating and interesting matches, even if they always do end kind of the same well, and way. Again, and match deflated. quality aside, he's unbeatable. Yeah. Like if we're talking about win loss record. Pretty fucking perfect, right? Mm-hmm. He had like one loss and that was actually after the, the period of time. Yeah, so. he's unbeatable. No, to me, Roman, Roman's number one. He's I mean, we're, look, we're, we're at that point, right? So yeah, Roman's I do think one. Roman makes might end up making number one on the list. I feel like he didn't this time just because he did last year. But That's it's like, exactly well, why. he hasn't stopped being that good. So it's you the same run there. <laughs> you just don't want your list to look the same, you know? Right. Well, uh, I, mean, next, I think he was number one the year before. Also, yeah, the only difference is yeah. I think we had MJF. Did we have MJF two last year when we talked about this? It was Roman uh, one MJF two. Uh, that was it. That was a year ago. I sure. have no idea. I, I think uh, Gunter sort of solidified himself to me as the second biggest dog in the business. And I think that's kind of where we've landed at this point, right? Is it Roman one, Gunter two, MJF three, Cody four? Who's our fifth? I think Seth's your fifth. Oh, we haven't talked about Seth. I forgot <laughs> forgot about the I true think, number one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do think, though, right behind Cody Rhodes feels fair, given the competition. So below that would be Sonata, Carmelo Hayes, Orange Cassidy, Kevin Owens. So I do think Rollins goes below Cody Rhodes. Does Rollins go above fair. Cody? Who is Rollins no. beating? He's beaten uh, Finn be- Balor. Cody. who beat doesn't AJ for the title. The, Balor doesn't fit. Balor's too soon. That just happened. He doesn't. That doesn't fall into the timeline. That's uh, the he thing. Is like AJ for he the belt. Beat AJ for the belt. But then, like he did, he did the the WrestleMania match, which was good. But it was a celebrity match. It, it was more of like a you're, It was a match you give to a, a good hand. Threat. Yeah, that's only I, I don't just feel like started recently. Did, yeah, it feels like they put him up here because of he won that title. But that title isn't worth it. I would put yet. him below Carmelo Hayes, to be honest. Really? I mean, if we're talking about guys who have been, you know, beating the top competition in the area that they're in, right? Carmelo's beat all the top guys, including Brown Breaker, who was essentially like the unbeatable guy in NXT. I'd put Rollins below Carmelo and hell. There may be even be an argument for KO. I don't know how far down we want to go with it. No, I think, I, I think Kevin Owens doesn't beat him out. 
I, I, I do think if I you piece it together, Rollins, at least Rollins was successful in his endeavor to win the championship. That does make the cutoff here. Kevin yeah, Owens it's a made had these title. big matches, but he lost. It, well, but it's That's a made-up title, and if we're talking kayfabe, what does that title mean? Well, the, according to WWE, that's the second biggest title. <laughs> yeah, when Gunter doesn't feel like showing up to the show, it is. Sure. Okay, so, so who's our... We only have give us- 17 people, and before we start tweaking anything, there's a huge elephant in the room. Well, can you give us the, the list real quick before we start talking yeah, about Yeah, give us the guys. list from number right. one. Yeah. Gotcha. And then you can talk so about Sami Zayn. Roman Reigns, Gunter... MJF, Cody Rhodes, Sonata, Carmelo Hayes, Seth Rollins, Orange Cassidy, Kevin Owens, John Moxley, Samoa Joe, Josh Alexander, Will Ospreay, Claudio Castagnoli, Brian Danielson, Okada, and then Bobby Lashley. Where do we have Sonata? Sonata seems high. When did we agree to that? We just left him behind Cody Rhodes when we got there, and things just sort of kept shuffling. No, Sonata should be the lowest of all the champions, at the very least. Sorry, Josh Alexander? So, below... Oh, I forgot about him. I wasn't... Impact's not a real company, so... (laughs) But I would would have him above Will Ospreay? Yeah, yeah, they're both New Japan guys, right? All right, that's easy. I mean, we could have just removed him from the list. He ended up there. So what happened is he ended up there because when we got to Cody Rhodes, we just started shuffling people behind Cody Rhodes. But there, you know, he was just kind of there. Like, we were like, oh, we'll just leave him there. It was like, it was 10. The The thing uh, is, is that Cody Rhodes went from 10 to 4. Wow. Okay, so right now, what's our, so Cody's at number 4. Who's 5 now? Five Carmelo? is Carmelo Hayes. Yeah. Okay, and six is Seth. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm good. good with that. I yeah, think that's good. that's Well, good. I mean, there's a, the Sami Zayn elephant in the room, which I feel like has okay. to be in the top five. So Sammy... What did, who did Sammy beat is going to be his problem? Not... Well, he won at WrestleMania. He won War Games. Um, oh, he did yeah. win War Games. Yeah. That was big. He I mean, had, I guess that's really the had two Roman significant beat. wins. He had Roman Reigns. He had beat. Roman even beat. more he, than he was at that time Jay the most over. After War Games and then leading into Montreal, he was the most over person in professional but that wrestling. Matter for this list, no, and it was also I only guess not. a month and a half, two month period. It like Andrew, you're longer, trying to give credit to the people who are good at wrestling, and that's not what this is about. Okay, here's a question. If you can only have one of these in your top 20, Lashley or Sammy, who, Sammy. who is it? Sammy. Yeah, Sammy. He won War Games. I forgot about the War Games is huge. It's crazy that Sammy Zayn isn't oh, in this. Sammy it's also crazy that Sammy's behind won? Kevin Owens when Sammy Zayn accomplished is more than Kevin match? Owens because they were literally doing the programs together and Sammy Zayn was beating him and then they tag team together and won the same matches together, but somehow Kevin Owens ends up getting the bigger rub. Well, so you know what it is, Andrew, is that Sammy wasn't working all. So while Sammy was in the bloodline kind of being a cheerleader, KO was main eventing pay-per-views and getting big victories over people. Sammy only well, did the main events towards I, the end. Kevin, Kevin Owens only had one match with Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble. Prior to that, it was Sammy Zayn beat him in war games. 
no, that was where Kickstarter Kevin the whole Owens thing. was booked pretty strong. Yeah. But okay, but he was booked giving... in title matches prior to that, though. He if only got the giving one. Kevin Owens credit for winning the main event of WrestleMania and getting the tag belts. Sammy was the other guy. No, on I, that I agree. Team. Sammy should be one above KO wherever we put him. If we're gonna start adding sure. guys, I, I it feels weird to me though because I feel like Sammy Zayn's much more impactful than Seth Rollins. Maybe not Carmelo Hayes, but more so than Seth Rollins. Yeah, Seth Rollins. I mean, he hasn't lost really at all, and he won their belt that they made up. Sammy Zayn only lost the one championship match to Roman Reigns that he got screwed over in. I feel like Sammy's been taking some L's in like non uh, title tag matches. Not ones that fell in this timeline. I don't think. I mean, it makes you feel better. Put Sammy above Seth. I don't give a fuck. It makes me feel a lot better. Like, look again, if I was running the world of wrestling, Seth wouldn't be in the top 10. So like if I was booking this shit, Um, there's some other obvious omissions. So I understand they're they're mad at CM Punk because he's mean to people. Um, CM Punk is the real world champion. He was never beaten for that belt. And he came back and beat basically everybody on the roster pretty handily. Yeah, I think the, the is thing is, is that none of that falls into the time yeah. frame. I think he he well he won the AEW title the title in, in the time frame. But then that's it. So I don't know where he ends up. I don't think he's in the top 20 just cuz he just wasn't around enough at all. He only did the one match. I just feel like kayfabe only. He's not even on it. Who's beaten him? He's it's not nobody. in the 500 at all. Like I guess the fact that he literally only had the one pay-per-view match. No, there's that's what's crazy is they're like, oh, you're not in the 500 at all, but we included big dust and Aiden Rex. It's like, what are, what are the requirements here? Well, I mean, I those mean, might guys is in the top 500. Well, probably but, had I mean, more than he's one match. Well, Punk had work. more than one match. I mean, he's maybe, got several maybe matches. two or three. And fuck, MJF was out. on the list last year and had nine matches, according to Matt. So I, right. I guess I'm just not Punk. following what the criteria is. Hold on, let me pull it up. So this is June to June. He had a three-way tag, a, th- a six-man tag uh, teaming up with um, FTR on Dynamite. Then he had the world title match with Moxley. Then he had uh, a month or a couple weeks later, he had the follow-up match with Moxley. And then he was gone for a long time. Right. Then he came back and had a couple of TV matches uh, with FTR again. And then uh, he was in the quarterfinal for the Owen Hart uh, tournament and then the cutoff period okay. so he had six matches yeah so again nine was enough for mjf to be on the list last year but six i guess is not enough feels weird i mean he did he did beat moxley in one of them for the belt 
that's what I'm saying. It's like you can argue where he belongs on the list. The fact that he's not on here to me is a clear politicking thing. Here's the thing, though. Other than the two title matches, everything else were, were like six man matches with FTR. Like, I don't. That's great, but. It's just he's got basically as many matches as Roman Reigns has had. <laughs> so Sure, but Roman, every one of Roman's main events, the pay per view, and it's a. You know, generally, yeah. Well, CM Punk's main event pay per view was for the belt that he won that no one else has beaten him for. All I'm saying is, it's weird to have a top ten list. He's definitely one of the top ten guys in terms of credibility, right? If we're treating this as a real competition, he's one of the guys who's out there who hasn't been beaten at all. I would, I would like if you're gonna have Brock Lesnar on the list. Where's Brock on here? I feel like it's very comparable to Brock. I'm fine with him being in the top twenty, but not the top ten. I don't, I don't, I don't think he makes the top ten. Sure, I mean whatever. It's just weird to not have him on here. I think there's just not enough. Like there's just straight up just not enough. I I'm so befuddled and confused. Like I'm trying to figure out if Control F just doesn't work because or is Lesnar not in the top five hundred? Yeah, he just doesn't. CM Punk doesn't come up. Lesnar is not coming up either. That there's no way that's true. Yeah, Lesnar uh, Lesnar had matches to be on here. Oh no 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 no. Lesnar has not been in since 2020. It's because they disqualify him because you have to have X amount of matches minimum. Whatever that is. I don't know. I'm looking it up because that probably is nine. If MJF was on the list last year, minimum requirements. But like. Brock a minimum of 10 enough. matches. Um, okay, hold on. Okay. Well, if it's a minimum of 10 matches, then fine. We'll leave Brock and, yeah, Brock and Punk off if that's what they want to do. It's 10 matches. So MJF might have just had enough. Although, it, I could swear it's at 9 for MJF. But it must have just been... The way okay. the cutoff worked, it must have just been enough. There's some other guys that it's weird that they're not on here, right? So... Uh, I look at Kenny Omega being left off. Omega was gone. I feel Matt Cardona being left out of the top 20. Jay White That's, being left out of the top 20. Those those are some big omissions, yeah. Um, so w- we should pick out, because here's the thing. We only have 17 on our list. So let's pick out three more people that we think deserve was Jay White still the New Japan champion in this situation, or when exactly did he jump over? I don't really remember. Because his stuff in AEW certainly isn't enough to get him in the top 20, but if we're counting his, you know, New Japan championship run. Oh, hmm. So they ranked him at 32. Yeah. Um, and again, he's right next to Matt Cardona, which, you know, I feel like <laughs> I, I don't, again, I don't think Impact has enough cachet to like put their champ above any of these indie guys that are out there kind of carrying, cornering the market, right? Yeah. I feel like Matt Cardona is like an easy add into the top 20. Yeah, he was 13 last year. So the fact that he wasn't the top 20 this year is kind of like, I feel like his year this year was probably, well, 
He was NWA champion the last year. This year he wasn't. It feels weird having Sheamus at 54 as well. And I get that he's lost a lot. Um, That's He's just had some of the most important matches in the business in the last year. All right, so let's add. So we're adding Cardona, right? So that's so put 18. Matt Cardona underneath Okada. Sure. Uh, so we've got two more we need to add into our 20, right? Or no, how many? We we have space for two more people. Two more. Okay. Andrew, can you give us quickly like their official 21 through 25? We'll yeah. Kind of fish through there. So Jake Lee, Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, Drew McIntyre, uh, Takahashi, Adam Page. Um, Definitely some, not fucking Adam Page. Yeah, Jay White, uh, Shun Skywalker, Alex Kane, Kano, wow. Zack Sabre Jr., Braun Breaker, Solo Sokoa, Mike Bailey, Kenta. Yo, why is Breaker so low? Yeah, I feel like you could put either of the Usos or like both of them in a row right here and round out the top 20 if you really wanted to. Just put main event Jay on, Jay on here. But just not Jimmy. No, no. It's all about main well, event I feel Jay. like both Usos. Yeah, they have to want to end the list, Jimmy, Jay, then Jimmy? Yeah. All right. So we added Matt Cardona, Jay Uso, and Jimmy Uso. Okay, uh, so was, uh, something else I just thought about, too, that's weird, since we're talking about the Usos. Dax Harwood is 181. That feels where's weird. Cash, where's Cash Wheeler? I have no idea. Because if he's, he's not 182, then what? He's the nowhere near him, but it's like, when was the last time Dax Harwood lost a match? Am I missing something? But how do you put one member of a tag team, that, a team that generally doesn't have singles matches... Like, how do you what? I don't know, but it is good to know that Dex Harwood is underneath Nick Gage, Omos, Bully Ray, <laughs> Ethan Page. What? <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> Again, I didn't mean to derail things. I can see Andrew's frustrated. He wants to wrap this list up. But yeah, I just Andrew, find it quite go ahead, weird. Go ahead and give us the uh, our top 20. <laughs> it's the same as it was before. So it's Roman Reigns, Gunter, MJF, Cody Rhodes, Carmelo Hayes, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, Orange Cassidy, Kevin Owens, John Moxley, Samoa Joe, Josh Alexander, Sonata, Will Ospreay, Claudio Castagnoli, Brian Danielson, Okada, Matt Cardona, Jay Uso, and Jimmy Uso. That's a pretty good top 20. I don't know what the fuck anyone's talking Has about. Has Brum Breaker been losing that much that he wouldn't have been in the top 20? You know, when he turned heel, he might have started to take a lot of losses. It was kind of rhetorical. He's won most of his matches other than when he lost the belt. But that could be a fight for another day. Yeah, I'm kind of kind of interesting. Like, where? Oh, I'm just, like, scrolling through the rest of this. Hey, Chad he, Gable's he... 338. <laughs> The breaker the breaker was 37 he was 26 the year before that feels low that he was only 26 the year before and he was the champ he was basically the brock lesnar of nxt was he not yeah yeah he was carrying that brand when it first became 2. hey there's 0. a guy named beef at 369 
my favorite is always like the four ninety nine and the five hundred because it's always yeah. Just beef is random. higher than Shinsuke Nakamura and Dolph Ziggler. <sighs> oh no, I'm sorry. This guy's name is Shuma Katsumuda. It looked like Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> no, but Dolph Ziggler's below beef. So you know, I mean, that might be okay though. Um, who's five hundred? Hold on, I'm. St- I just want to make sure I'm not missing any big names from these 400s, you know. Cheeseburger. (laughs) Oh, he's in the 400s? Okay. There's no way there's 500 professional wrestlers, right? Looks like we're uh, we're all starting to lose internet connection with the storm. So, uh, yeah, I think we've, look, we've, we've clearly identified what our top 20 would be. We've complained enough about people. Um, uh, do we have any, any, oh, wait, I guess I should do the thing. Uh, make sure you, uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook, such good shit pod, email us at such good shit, pal, gmail.com. Um, make sure you rate and subscribe to us on whatever podcast listening platform you like to use. And then do we have any parting words? I feel like big apologies to Dax Harwood for being in the three fucking sixties, right? 360s. I thought you said he was like 182. No, he was in like the 300s. He's oh. below Nick Gage. Oh God! Like he was in the beef range. <laughs> where does where does beef wrestle? Uh, okay, I guess this this will be our parting word. We'll, we'll look up beef to close us out. <laughs> I just I'm, I'm just curious. Like I don't know who that is. Am I supposed to know who that is? Wow, this guy looks insane. In a good way? Gnarls Garvin. <laughs> what? Um, MLW. Oh, okay. okay. We'll keep him whatever. And OBW. It's weird that OBW is like a promotion. Thing, but it's not. Yeah. Well, it's. Well, kind of is like they run live events and people go. It's still the same at OVW, it's just they're no longer affiliated with WWE. They just continued, sure, on their own. So, yeah. All right, thanks everybody.